Happy 4th of July. Call your own foul fans. We have a special episode, a birthday episode today. Happy we, birthday, Atlas. Atlas, one year old. One year old today. Can't help but think that he was named after Dr. Scott Atlas, Atlas the guy that let us out of the pandemic, joined Trump's team, and then the summer. Oh, yeah, that's spoke, right. Yeah. We talked about him. Yeah, yeah. I know that's not the People reason. ask me if we named him after some Republican book. I don't know if you've heard of like Some Republican yeah, do you, do you know what this is, His Greg? son is named Atlas. Atlas Shrugged is the biggest yes. libertarian Atlas Shrugged, yeah. book written. It's like the... Completely by accident. And then somebody, like the Bible? Like the Bible I to guess. libertarian yeah. thought? Mm-hmm. The whole concept is Atlas. You know the Greek mythology story? Right, right, yeah. The idea in Atlas Shrugged is that all the rich people who keep the world on their shoulders decide to disappear. Uh, they decide to shrug the Atlas, okay. which we're kind of seeing. Of all the times to pick that name, Alec, we need an Atlas right now. Someone's going to have to pick up the burden of the world. Probably my son. <laughs> It's all, it's all on your first point. Well, they always said it's the next generation down, right? I mean, isn't that like usually um, like what it said? It's like, oh, we're going to be paying for this. We're going to be paying for that. Like like our generation, the millennials are going to be paying for, the, you know, the, the climate. baby boomers. The They're going to be the ones that suffer yeah. from the climate. A lot of different things like the kick in the can down the road with the with the spending. If Craig was here, he'd be like inflation. And then we'd be like, yeah, I know. And then it's like, yep, it's on the millennials. And now I guess Gen Zers. I don't know what like the babies are now are called. Gen COVID A's? Kids. Are we COVID kids? The COVID, the COVID kids. generation? It's the COVID kids. I mean, he was born during, in the middle of COVID. Yes, so they're, bo- they're born in, in the fire. In the fire. In the fire. Yeah. War, like a generation born at war. Well, that's a good, like, Phoenix analogy. You know, it's like we're going to rebirth through the through the flames here. It's an interesting know, war so. analogy. Yeah. And it could be a warring generation. We put all that thought into it when we named our child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you just wanted AJ. Yeah, we the, really the, just wanted the goal, AJ. The goal yeah. was the initial, was mm-hmm. to get AJ. Which we don't even call him now. We just call him Atlas. It's such a cool name. It's an awesome it's a, it's name. It's a good name. You know? It's a good name. So what do we got on the agenda here we, for we today, got, We got a lot going on. We have what is the end of COVID conversations with the 4th of July coming up. This was the big marker. We got everyone that won the Vax. We're going to get into that. I'm going to lead, though, with the New York City mayoral race. Because right now... Greg's really intrigued. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> elections are what my favorite thing to cover. Like, yeah. the, the basis of this show was election coverage because right. the news fails so miserably. Since they're so... Like, Fox and CNN are so in their own camps, mm-hmm. they can't cover an objective sporting event. It would be like watching a football game and having... Or watching your hometown game when you listen to the hometown officials. It's great if you love the team, but you're not getting an unbiased. You're not getting yeah, two people you're that are... getting... No. And they tried their best to kind of be fair, I guess, to the other team. But it's like there's an obvious – like if you listen to DVE during a Steelers game, it's like when, you know, there's a holding penalty against us. It, oh, my God, what a terrible call. You know, that kind of yeah, situation. Yeah, and, and that, that makes sense unless you're like someone trying to get the, if the news, but, trying to portray but put the it facts. In, put it in context for like a national news, like a CNN. Like how are they playing the homer? You know what I mean? Like there's Oh, okay. This, this is what's fascinating is since this is a, a New York City Democratic mayoral primary. Yeah. All Democrats. It's all. The state's ran by Democrats. Mm-hmm. Like that there is this. There's no Republicans. There's nothing to speak of. This, in New this York. is straight up insider <laughs> outsider. There were 12 candidates. Mm-hmm. There's no. And that's why Fox doesn't really know how to cover it. And I don't. Tucker did a good job on it. I don't think they took advantage of this as much as they should have. My issue going back with the Democrats and with this election coverage is you can go back to the Iowa primary back in 2018 when they couldn't get the machines to work. And we sat there for like three hours on election night with everyone at zero percent because they couldn't figure out how to add the caucus scores together. And that was the kickoff of the primary. So we didn't end up finding out who all the delegates were going to for about three days. And this is supposed to be where you start momentum. Yeah. So Biden's terrible, his no-show in Iowa basically went, you know, we just viewed the whole state as a mess up, move on to the next one. Election night, 
I can't help but think all, a lot of the conspiratorial environment that c- came afterwards and the resulting actions was due to how bad that coverage was. That you and Republicans go to bed thinking they won. And then they wake up and they find out hundreds of thousands of votes were found in the middle of the night. It's yeah, wild. I guess. I mean, but then you wait a week. Do you remember the Mitt Romney one? Was that twelve? I think Mitt it Romney was, was twelve. Yeah. And like he, he thought he was winning. You know, he went to bed being like, "I'm so confident," and like we didn't have the whole we mail-in problem and things fi- like that. Hundreds but, of thousands of votes. But um, yeah, I know. But he's at four hundred thousand votes in PA at nine. Again, the point I'm trying to make is, I guess, if you live within your own little news bubble, which is kind of like what we're talking about, then that's that's what you're expecting. Well, you know, like in Mitt Romney's case in 2012, I'm sort of blaming Fox News, being like, if you only watch Fox News, then yeah, you might have thought that Mitt Romney was going to win hand, hands down, but that wasn't the actual case because they were trying to tilt their news into things are rosier than they appear. CNN does the same thing for the Democrats. We've talked about it numerous times. They're trying to put out this like rosy picture for their for their people. You you know, I mean, that's which I, we've talked about this before, too, especially on the like our first episode, the election night episode. Actually, I, I remember this. We talked about how that could backfire, because if you're not motivating, quote unquote, your base by saying, oh, everything's fine, everything's rosy, then you're going to get less votes at the end of the day. Personally, I think that's what happened to Mitt Romney back in 2012 is everybody just kind of got comfortable and didn't like scramble as hard as they should have toward the end. And that's what ended up losing them. This is a different situation with the mail-in voting and like we found these votes and let's put a camera in that uh, Arizona parking lot and like watch them recount them and things like that. And I agree with all of that. The election election reforms on the table. Pennsylvania is trying to trying to pass some stuff right well, now. I, but I, I guess what I'm going Wolf with just vetoed something. Did you see that locally? Yeah. 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 Our, our governor. But because he was and it was basically like you had to show an ID to, to vote every time, which I, I agree is excessive. Like you shouldn't have to show your if you're signed up to vote and your name's on the thing. Like, I don't want to show you an ID. You know, like if you're a Republican, you're going hard on this and being like, yeah. how many illegal homeless people are coming in and voting for so and so that appears if to be we're gonna dead, do the mail. still on the voter if, rule. If we're going to do the mail ballots this loose. We have to figure out a way to secure all them. Yeah. That's I'm all for access as long as it's secure. On that note, what, what I'm trying to get back to with your um, how CNN covers an election, how Fox covers an, covers an election. What was so confounding to me on election night this year was that both channels seemed genuinely surprised. Oh, okay. Is, I, yeah. I think like if you I'd were listening that. to us, what that late drop, the, the third surge was going to happen because we knew a lot of states had rules that weren't going to count mail mail ballots were disproportionately Biden and they weren't being counted to the final till you counted all of Trump's votes. Yeah. So we knew that back and forth was going to happen. Mm-hmm. The amount that it did, the gambling lines, how much CNN was scrambling, it really created an environment of confusion that allowed everyone to believe whatever they wanted to believe. I mean, if we're going to go back to election night and I watch CNN, I don't usually watch CNN, but I watched it on election night because, you know, I do, I do like watch? all three. I get all three, three screens so we can just switch back. <laughs> That's and what forth I did between. here actually with my setup is this can be this looked up on my computer so I can get that on a separate channel. You know, it's all about the the technology here, Greg, even the computer behind me, I can put on a third one. But um, anyways, CNN called it. You know, that guy that they had, what was his name? It was like... Probably Harry Anton. We're about to have... No, it was... He had John a King? King, that's who it was, John King. And I, th- like, I thought he did a good job being like, this is what's going to happen. And he called it right from the get-go. He's like, we're probably going to see a surge of Republican voters, and then when we get to the mail-in thing, it's going to swing back the other way. That was what was so surprising about 
last election and why everybody cried fraud is because of that massive swing. If you didn't have that mail-in voting, everything's kind of coming in at the same time. Well, you and had you don't see the meter kind of going back and forth and you, stuff. You could have had them sealed. You're counting on government to be efficient at that point, and it's just like they're not. So, like, if that's your criticism, how, then I'm on board with that. But how important, if we're in the integrity of our elections is everything, how important is it that we're just accepting it's very important efficiency? It's very important, but it's just like we're not, we're not, we're never going to have it. It's like you said this before: government moves at a snail's pace because on purpose, you know, because you don't want to like overreact and do things this way or do things that way without you know, like these knee jerk you have a giant ship here you can't just move it quickly you have to do it gradually you know what i mean so in that same vein unfortunately it, it, it trickles down to a micro situation like counting votes you know and and like you're just it's just <laughs> not going to be done quickly the basis of a democracy these people everybody are gonna, has a vote and they count but they're going to drag it out i mean that's what we saw i mean we saw like government no, workers that wanted their 15 minute breaks and no, they only wanted to work elections. eight hours and they had to shut it down at like eight o'clock standard and come back the next if it goes day till two o'clock that's why in it the took morning. two weeks standard elections if it goes until two o'clock in the morning that's too long I mean, that's, that gets people anxious, but that's a long race. Even the Mitt Romney. But you didn't have millions of votes to count by hand, and that's the problem. Like, no, when you do no. it, I agree, like, that's too late, but if you did everything, like, everything okay. is pretty much a computerized. Of, now it's shoving everything into a spreadsheet and hitting add, and lot, that's how you get it. A so. lot of passes are being given because of the mail out balloting. Yeah. We did it in a state of emergency. We, we are, did. We are debating it now the, quickly effic- rolled out. The, the efficacy of it. Arizona just knocked down, or the Supreme Court just knocked down an attempt. To I believe it was banned voter IDs. Oh no, ballot harvesting in Arizona. They have made a law that you are not allowed to ballot harvest. That's okay. one person collect multiple ballots and, and take them and, and take them into place. Yeah, that was challenged. Supreme Court sided with the state. Yeah, Congress doesn't have a right to the voting. The Equal Voting Rights Act does not apply in this situation. Liberals are up in flames about this. Right, this is broke. So this was yesterday on Wednesday. So Tuesday we have the mayor vote. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, we find out the results. What we thought it was, we said in the last episode, this is going to end up chopped four ways, three people above right. or four people above fifteen percent. Right. Since then, Yang has dropped out. Okay. Which I, from what it looks That's like, why did he do that? I'm not <laughs> the way Yang runs his campaigns. He ran for president, right? He was on the a, fraud, a fraudulent campaign for president too, where he tried to get internet votes, but didn't actually try and concentrate his votes in any one area. So he'd have like a million, he'd have more followers. Like in this case, against the guy who crushed him, he has like a hundred times the amount of followers on Twitter, but they're not, they're not in New York. He's not really from New York City. Like it was a very odd, he tried, it, it's a fraudulent campaign and he's really just trying to get, de- smoke and mirrors he's trying to get is, delegates right? and votes and broker yeah. so that he has a say has in, power in where these go. He wants, he wants a job, right? Yes. He wants an appointment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, as we went over last time, this ranked choice voting kind of stimulates a brokering. Instead of the delegates going and doing multiple ballots, right. we're going to go in process of elimination yeah. now. Which is fine. You know, like everyone's kind of still getting their like, okay. kind of voice or seat at the table, however you want to analogize it. nothing to be concerned. Mm-hmm. We just, the numbers were like 31 for Adams. He is the anti-establishment center. You had 20, like four or 22 for Wiley. Okay. She's the anti-establishment AOC. Okay. And then you have Left. Yang and Garcia who are both DNC. Taking up the just, like insider. Just they, they combined their ticket before the vote saying, if you pick me, Pick Garcia second. Okay. If you, if you back pick forth, Garcia, back pick Yang. Interesting strategy. You kind of have to like buddy up like that in this ranking. Highly thing, unethical. So. Highly bush league. One of you should have dropped. Have, but when you have a, but when you have a setup like if this, if Yang was going to drop, he should have dropped then. 
that was when he made a move that was cowardly. Once Do you, you have did like that, a deputy mayor? Or is this like a vice? Like, is there like a second in what, command that you could like get behind it, on the ticket? No, but, you get in charge of when you're the mayor. You get in charge of the New York spoil system, patronage. Yeah, you right. get to decide who gets appointed to what positions. Yeah. So all these guys want their yeah, they want their guys to the table. Yeah. See, and now this here's the problems with these people. Here we have Jim Shooter and Poppy Harlow, DNC lifers. They are people that actively are rooting for like they're making no bones as commentators that they are rooting for the Democratic Party. The two guests, Athena and Harry, election correspondent people. This is CNN. Yes. These are young. These are just well-to-do Democrats. They aren't necessarily full-blown DNC. What I love is watching when the DNC anchors have to report news that's bad for the Democrats. Because you can't sugar. There's no one to blame here. This is now I'll tell you my spin. I'm do, gonna they, let, do, do they try to spin it? They, they have to break it. And they're not good at this. These guys are not good actors. Jim Shooter actively snarls at the camera if you could see it. But let's let them roll. No. We're going to get seamless with this one day. Any questions now? The race for New York City mayor after the city's election officials mistakenly counted 135,000 test ballots in the Democratic primary, along with real test, ballots. Test the Board of Elections released new numbers first yesterday that suggested Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams' lead in the primary had narrowed. But after the Adams campaign and others questioned those numbers, the board backtracked and revealed it had mistakenly included those test ballots in the initial tally. The board has removed all of the data they put on the website yesterday from their website. Are you confused? So is New York City. Our national correspondent, Athena Jones, is here. That's that's like (laughs) a bunch of Democratic strategists sat around a a table one late night and was like, I got it. Test ballots. A, a focus group. They have focus groups of all these. Like, which sounds the least corrupt? Yeah. We can't. They're not fake ballots. Yeah. We're not going to call they're them. just test ones. They're not illegal ballots. We accidentally got them mixed in. Just like that uh, manufacturer down in Baltimore making the COVID things. You know, oh, we just, some things fell on the floor and we mopped it up. They got contaminated. All of a sudden, we don't know what's going on. 135,000. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. 135,000. Is the difference in a race that Why we have even split did, four ways? Did they announce that they were doing test Adams ballots? challenged this... it, and this is something that okay, if I'm going to do a test ballot, why would I put the names of the candidates on yeah. and sub and like, like, I, I actually like John Doe simulate? Yeah. yeah, do the four and just make it sure was just that, a poll gone bad, right? No, yeah. apparently we we'll let them peter through All this. Right, let them, let them explain yeah, it. yeah, let's let them. Monk. And senior political writer Harry Anton Athena, obviously, let us begin with you. How does this happen? Well, it's, it's a mess. It, they yeah. bungled this. Yeah. It sounds like it was a simple error with not clearing the computer, but still, it doesn't inspire confidence. That statement that the Board of Elections put out late last night, they explained ballot images used for testing were not cleared from the election management system. They have to do these uh, pre-qualification tests yeah. for the system. So approximately these 135,000 additional records were included in the vote. And this is something that Eric Adams, one of the candidates who had been in the lead and still is in the lead, at, at least we think, uh, Put out, he put out a statement around five o'clock, a couple of hours after they put out the, these initial results, yeah. calling into question this, this this discrepancy, saying why are there more than a hundred thousand extra votes than we thought were cast at all on election day? So this took a while for the board of elections to clear up, but it's still not entirely clear. And, and the bottom line is, this is a board that has a history of messing up, and this part does not does not inspire confidence yeah. at all. Well, before we say the election it, is all lost, because that that is far too easy an allegation to make in today's. And that's where Jim realizes that's where they're going to go with this. Mm-hmm. And now when we say it's just this election, 
we're talking all the other miscounts. If any of these audit come back for test the ballots, minute, the minute you have it exposed in one area, now it opens up the debate to a whole we've been bunch. Fighting the, the lawyers are scrambling. Let's go back, look it through data. That's where Craig was texted about Q this morning. Uh, that's okay. where they're all like, "What is this? Yeah. This, this is a ter- This is not just a, when we say a mess. Mm-hmm. This is the worst mess mm-hmm. in the capital of the Democratic Party, while they're simultaneously fighting to get their HR one, where they want to tell everybody how they have to conduct their votes." If, if that's true, like, I guess, like, worst case scenario here is somebody actually really just tried to pull a fast one and say, we're going to, like, try to get 100,000 extra votes in there. That, you leave it on there. Just you know, the votes. That's that's worst case scenario. Like, somebody intentionally did this. If what she's saying is actually true, where it was, like, oh, it was a mistake. Somebody forgot to hit They forgot to delete. hit the lead. You yeah. Know, they, ran a test uh, group, they left the you, votes. You could understand that. Somebody voter, called them. Somebody you? called them. They got a you call just, while they were doing that part but that, of the that, that would open up a lot more questions to me like what's your management system what's your checks and balances i mean these are like important well, things where, what are you saying you don't have 12 eyes on this at all times to got, make sure somebody never actually hit delete like it looks blatantly intentional like you got you at the board of directors yeah and now you just this is we're just going to chalk it down as you know fundamental incompetence from the people who run our elections are all these people going to get fired are there going to be repercussions like do they do they go on to talk about well, that that's what jim just said so what do we do now yeah but we do let's play devil's advocate yeah. and we i'm have, saying thank it, you cnn for it, asking the question it, we have it, questions it, 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 about this because scott adams had to ask the the bernie sanders type guy the i would compare, compare more to tulsi had to be like whoa, 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 whoa wait i'm looking at these numbers they don't add up and they go well, okay well look oh yeah you're wait, right Wait, the election was tuesday right yeah like three days ago yes okay no sorry last tuesday Oh, like we a, found out like last a, like 10 days. ago. Yes. Yes. Oh, this okay. was like on Friday. Gotcha. When Adam was put in the petition, this I'm pretty sure on that time. Yeah. Because the election mm. couldn't have just been on Tuesday. I don't know. You tell me. I wasn't following the main. No, because the last time you said you just heard this yesterday. The last time we were which would have been Wednesday. So maybe maybe the election was on Tuesday. No, because Yang dropping out was a while ago. I thought Yang dropping out was Friday. I'll try to I'll try to play Craig here and look it up. Okay, yeah, try. Well, we'll let this go on here because Jim Shiro just asked Harry. This is the Harry's in charge of. He's second behind King, in CNN election coverage. The folks are doing it without faces. There, there is a fix here, is there not? Tell us what that fix is and how. It One week ago. Here. I mean, look, the fix is pretty simple. They're going to restart the count. They're going to take out those, you know, pretend votes that they were trying to essentially, <laughs> you know, bit. test the system with. We're going to go through the ranked choice process again. So, look, there's a lot of disillusionment in this country when it comes to vote counting. But there's nothing nefarious that happened there. It was just incompetency. They caught the mistake. They caught the mistake, the mistake. And they're fi- fixing the mistake. Now, here's the thing I will point out, is even when they fix the mistake, we only have the election night votes in the system right now. A week from from yesterday, we're going to have to add in some of the absentee ballots. So even when we start this new count, we've still got more count to go. And if you are confused by this, let me just say you're not alone. This is crazy. And I study elections. I've studied elections for a while. This is this is nuts. This is nutter butter. What are we doing? Nutter butter. Important because this is the first city, I think. I know Maine is a state, but to test ranked choice. Maine. Mistake. Now here's the thing I will point out. I'll let this finish here, but as he just said, we have another 100,000 mm-hmm. of the absentee, and we got to redo the rank. Yep. It's going to be a month. It's going to be a month of waiting on this. And but Adam, Adam's kept his lead, right? Yeah. Through the whole He thing. got it back. Yeah. When, uh, okay. when these numbers so were added he in, he, 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 then... he dwindled a little bit. Okay. This helped Garcia and Yang. But he was always still number one. 
Yes. Okay. He's still no, now in a, in a brokered convention. The number one never wins. If you don't get that fifty, you yeah. failed to get momentum okay, throughout the campaign. Mm-hmm. You'll be the one who decides who you pick. You get to be the VP. It's just it was just a matter of ranked choice voting. A way around that. He has, he's a seventy two percent chance of being the candidate. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is we started this show with Bavada Sporting Lines. They had for the longest time it was Yang actually a favorite versus the field. Oh, okay. And I wonder. <laughs> We had advised on this show on multiple occasions that if we were to run campaigns, that we would advise people instead of to donate money to me, yeah. buy my line. And I'm just going to say my momentum's in the gambling right, lines. People right. can see the momentum happening. That's basically what we're looking at here. You think Yang just took $100 million and bought Bavada line and figured that might be enough momentum to make people say, like, I don't have to do well in the polls if the I gambling mean, line says I'm a... It happens all the time in the stock market, right? Like, you're intentionally buying and selling things to try to, to try to short a sale I, I, and it, make a bunch of money in a short amount of time and make a, prop up a company whenever they're kind of doing bad. Somebody buy up a bunch of shares, drive up the price, and pump put and a dump. rosy picture. You pump know. and dump. Yeah. Did and Yang then, pump and dump this election? It's kind of what it seems like, like especially it. with these test votes. I mean, the explanation there is just that's some, I'd actually call it mastery spinning. But what did, you what know did, what did he mean? call but, them? Practice votes? But, yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> practice votes. Practice yeah, votes? Yeah, or practice votes them. to test the system? Yeah. Oh, okay. And the poor ranked choice voting. I think we're gonna sounds be- like he's kind of in favor for it. I mean, he didn't come out and say. No, he oh, is right. in favor for it. This okay. is a, when I was trying. He is to get, or isn't? I was trying. He is. Okay. I was trying to get you to talk about this last time, but you know, as enthusiastic, a lot of Democrats really like these new ways to vote, like especially the Bernie Sanders type vote. They they understand that with the superdelegates, the votes just don't matter. Yeah. The guys never get well. It's a lot any, more. The outsiders uh, never do in the Democrats. It's a lot more European. I mean, what you're seeing right now in the New York City mayoral. Um, election is very European. You have these different, like you were explaining them earlier. Yo, you have this like left center, right center, far right, far left. You know, moderate kind of still have the same social ideals, but are working within, you know, the parameters of what we would understand as the Democratic Party. That's what happens in Europe. You know, I mean, like you're having these different factions of each like left and right. You know, you have the Labor Party, the far right, the far left, the centrist. You know, I mean, they all have a bunch of names that and, and, they, and, they, and remember, they've been around for hundreds of more years too. Yeah, for the most part, the but the but the but the candidates come and go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's like a fair amount of turnover, and I think that's when you see when you see a microcosm of a very liberal area like New York City. I think that's basically what you're seeing here, and I would understand why they like that ranked voting because if you put four or five candidates in, it's almost impossible to get to fifty percent because you have such clear lines across their but, you know the, like policies. The, the runoff. To me, this would be is such a clear runoff it's more, it's scenario. It's more American. There's, clear, there's <laughs> clearly, if you're looking at establishment versus anti-establishment, the two anti-establishments finished one and two. Yang and Garcia finished three and four. They should be knocked off, and we should they, they the, the moderates should decide whether they want to go moderate like a, left, like a bracket, moderate, right, like a bracket, which is, it normally would be every year. That's yeah. how primaries work. That's how you do when you have a multi field because you can't do a when we do a presidential race, we yeah. can't do a brokered convention. Yeah. You have to it's actually figure out a way yeah. to narrow this down. It boils down to you know head versus head, is it mono the, a mono. Is it the clink? Because now in that scenario, Yang would have been forced to drop out before the votes because if he wants to get Garcia proved that she was higher in the polls. At that point, just like they did in the DNC, all votes go to Joe Biden. Yeah. If, you're, if you're marching with the DNC, if you're Buttigieg, if you're Klobuchar, if you're Kamala Harris, still not endorsing and I've, anyone. And I've heard your argument for this before, a true kind of quote-unquote brokered convent Within the party. It's yeah, doable. The, yeah. It's doable. I'm thinking, I think there might but be some I, appetite but I feel amongst like young Democrats for this. If, maybe. If, if, if the superdelegates are gone. If the superdelegates are yeah. there, they run the brokered convention. Well, you, have a lot it's of, irrelevant. you have a lot of constitutional problems here now because then you have a, you're taking a vote that like you know de facto went to somebody 
and then you're taking it to another person without going back and getting that voter's permission. No. So I think that's where, you know, election lawyers are putting their hands up you saying... You want to know your delegate. That's why we thought we did the, the first... And, that, and the that's first why they're primed for the ranked voting, you the, know, the, so... When, when we first got television involved in conventions, mm-hmm. that was became a real big issue because they took like two weeks. You're sitting around waiting. You're hearing nothing's on the record. Yeah. The media is... It's the, the, the proverbial smoke-filled room. Mm-hmm. And in 68, mm-hmm. it ended with them burning down the city of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we got to do anything we can to, to not make the sausage don't yeah. show them how the sausage is made figure out some way <laughs> Ironic, to get them to get the them involved so they opened jungle. The, and yeah, chicago we, we'll wait for craig to come back and talk about the disaster that is chicago um i think I, this is an interesting yeah obviously it, provides us a lot to talk about it, you it, know, would, so. it would be better if the, this error to understand the complications of this error so what did harry just do he just called the election board incompetent who is the election board? Cuomo. Mm. Now, we're going to hear him explain it in more detail here because this is these are all New Yorkers. That's what's interesting is since CNN is based in New York, they are really obsessed with this race where a lot of our viewers are going, I don't care about New York. It's just going to be a Democrat. Yeah. All this we're talking about, whoever wins, there's not really a viable challenger unless some catastrophe from the Republican Party coming. But how this affects other elections, um, the, all the Bernie Sanders people who can't believe that Trump is questioning the election. I remember four years ago when Hillary stole her election from Bernie and people didn't trust the process. Like, I, I don't think it's that far off base to think that people would cheat if they can't. And this, I mean, like you said, how do you prove intent? That someone didn't intentionally or they just left the votes on. They forgot to clear the screen before they started the vote. Oh, it is. I mean, that's why if you want to make the incompetent, if you want to go down the incompetent route road, I'm, I'm behind Heads it. Heads better start it's getting what, rolled. Yeah, I mean, it be, I mean, it's not even just the board. Okay, you have oversight over this, but I mean, was there not even a mid-level manager that didn't that didn't check this? You know, it's like it goes. It, this would have to go through five people. I mean, you know, we just put together a newspaper. Think of the editor process that needs to go from hand to hand to hand to hand before it actually gets into print, so you can limit mistakes. You hope something gets caught. I'm I'm just saying, thank goodness somebody caught it at some point. Even Good after thing Adams the challenged it, no, yeah, it wasn't that's what I'm self-caught. Saying. Adams had to come in well, and say, "Yo." Re- when I say re- caught, I mean you know well, somebody caught it, not tough. necessarily within the organization. But that's that's what makes it look so fraudulent. If, 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 a, if a Republican were to go and ask the same request, I don't think it would be met oh, with the same. It would be finger pointing. Oh, if, you know, I wonder if the Democrats would have thrown their hands up and refused to do it. I wonder if that would have been an example of them doing what they're basically doing with an audit now, saying, "No, we're not going back and looking at it." But here, we'll let them explain the election board. Tone too, too much, but, but there is a science to rank choice voting. There is a way of counting them and tabulating and coming out with, with the ranks in the end. Right. I mean, this is not, it didn't just get cooked up yesterday in New York City, this plan. Right? No, I mean, ranked choice voting has been around for decades, century, whatever. Uh, this is the, the problems that we saw in New York yesterday are not the fault of ranked choice voting. Right. They are the fault of a board of elections that over the last decade has been incompetent in numerous situations. But why? We knew there were problems with the board of elections before. Why don't we fix them? Well, here's the, here's the question. Here's the reason why. The mayor has no say over this, right? It's actually the governor who can actually remove Cuomo. these folks. So Cuomo would have to get involved. The way that they're actually appointed is you need you have two in each borough. 
a Democrat and a Republican from each borough. Basically, the parties put them forward, and the city council basically confirms them. It's a patronage system, if we're being honest with each other. Yeah. We need to have major reform in this. It starts yeah. at the state government, and that's what we really need, because we can't be doing this anymore. This is trash. We should be doing better than this, folks. But also, yeah. I, I think we should be aware of the disinformation peddlers, because yes. there is an enormous amount of disinformation around elections. This is a embarrassing mistake, but it has a fix. And, and as you say, no one is alleging any nefarious no. activity in this. Just I am. Yeah, but there, I am. there should be people alleging some nefarious I, activities I, I, in this, you know. Good job. We Doug. can sit around talking about, oh, Democrat from this borough, Republican from that borough, sit around, vote on it, confirm it by council, have Cuomo get involved, but... Can you not see the player-coach dynamic there? Mm. Where the coach comes in, Harry's coming out, he's a player, he goes, this is bad. This yeah. is real bad. Mm. Here are the facts on the ground. These people have all been appointed Don't by a patronage system. There's no nefarious activity, though. Well, well, so Cuomo's been in charge for 12 years. And then how long was his dad in charge for? A long time. How long have Cuomo's been appointing election boards? The Cuomo regime have been going on for a long time. Four hours later, they're going to come and clean this up and explain the 40 years of Mm -hmm. corruption and how Mm -hmm. this is just everywhere. Yeah. This is just everywhere. Especially in New York. You have to accept it. for a while. This is... Mm -hmm. I I guess that's where... Like, so where where does does that leave you? Oh, I'd be just... I, I'm I'm left asking more questions. I mean, personally, you know, I mean, like, really, you're going to come up there and say there's no alleged fraud, uh, fraudulent activity going on here, no nefarious, you know, action going on. It was like th- this is too big of a mistake for it to be just sheer incompetence. You in know, like there was, there was yeah, in right in the middle of this whole this is really the only election going on right now. This is a big one. You know, You're like giving momentum for the California one, which is going to be this yeah. on crack. And, and if you want to talk reform, I'm fine with that. But maybe it's. Uh, like I'd be more comfortable talking about like maybe we need to pay these people more like what's the you know so these mistakes aren't happening like we need you know if it, if we're if we're really going to call it a managerial mistake if we're going to call it an internal mistake then I think you got to go you know you you, you got to go roll heads I know we don't do that in the public sector here you know people get fired for making mistakes but I think you know got to the point where this is where you have to start you know really Te- taking a look at something like that team DNC has single-handedly undermined critical race voting or critical race voting mm-hmm. um multi, whatever that we're calling the, the multi the rank choice voting mm-hmm. um hr1 the whole premise of the federal government being able to tell states how they have to run it and it's added fuel to conspiracy theories on these audits that we're all so the, those three storylines are all going to be playing out over the next couple months meanwhile we have our pandemic which the july 4th we're hitting our magic date we're supposed to be i guess masks off everyone off. the goal was to get 70 percent vaccinated of all adults i think we're somewhere like 67 i think it's um 49.1 of the entire population it's right up close to 50 and it's here we got massive mess up in new york city oh, <laughs> and we relaxed uh, masking requirements for vaccinated folks in this country the unvaccinated took that as an opportunity also to drop uh, their uh, masking habits. So where Delta is on the rise in, 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 and, where the vaccine, and where the virus is on the rise, uh, those folks are uh, in great danger. And the only way to get them masked is probably in some places to uh, re, uh, repost masking requirements for everybody. So you're saying that there could be some local officials, state officials, governors, who in the states where we're seeing it spike 
and of course the spike of coronavirus is uh, directly related to the unvaccinated places that you predict we could see some new mass mandates uh, absolutely so you know it's really uh, a, a tale of two countries so where i'm sitting now in uh, in dc the uh, uh, positivity rate is zero point seven percent in missouri it's eleven percent in Alabama. Okay, and that's Dr. Rainier. He's probably been the most cited doctor on this show. Um, that Tale of Two Americas is what I wanted to call our mm-hmm. last episode. What, uh, what, specifically referring to our county, is we are at 50% on the dot. Mm-hmm. Now, what we are going to do when I believe blue states, and now that we've neutered Wolf, I don't know if he's going to be able to do this, but you can go to the counties who aren't at 70% and re implement. The mass policies. Do it. You do can it go here to, and there. You can go to businesses, and that's where right now you, you have ask a, them to keep doing something. Almost every college, the NFL, not the NBA. The WNBA is at ninety nine percent. They're bragging about that. They're so woke. There we go. Yeah, don't even go to sleep in the WNBA. It's <laughs> narcolepsy there. <laughs> I mean, if we want to talk about the sports leagues, I mean, we've talked about it with like John Rahm and everything like that. It's, just, it's, it's in your best interest as a sporting league to just get everybody as close to 99% as possible. You're going to have an outlier here and there, but really just pressure these people to do it, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm vehemently against that. And I think that there is a point where if you're looking at a 60 40, they can't afford to fire the 40. When you're looking at the NBA and the NFL. No, they if, can't if, afford to do if it. If we're at 50, but... we can't afford to cut half. We already have a depleted workforce. You can't afford to cut half of it. And I, and I think that's where, the, that's where this battle is going to be, John. You can see they're getting more feisty with the rhetoric. This is like across almost every hour now. They had dropped this for a couple of weeks. We had moved like onto completely like the gun violence, the climate silence. They had the G7. We got all these um, SCOTUS cases to get through. I don't know if there's anyone... Um, the one big one of note is the college athletes. Yeah. At Barstow now, I see jumping yeah. in on that. They're just signing people left and right. Any good college athlete that'll wear their merch. Well, that just happened a, yesterday, right? Yep. I mean, you can you can now be a college athlete and sell your name and make mm-hmm. money off of it and mm-hmm. gather endorsements. Yeah, and, yeah. You get, can get like collect that. free stuff, so, get like yeah. free shirts, free merchandise and stuff. That That's super cool. I wonder how long they're going to let this fly, though. Yeah, I just yeah. feel like there's something that the government cannot like the way well, that. Well, I think a lot of people like, they have little the control. capitalists are like, you know, okay, yeah, this is great, you know, these people can make money, and you're, you know, let's let's put it in the the perfect situation for a student athlete. Let's say you're a poorer student athlete, and you know, maybe you're not guaranteed to go to the pros, but you're good enough to play in college. Why shouldn't you make a, a quick buck? You know, you're going to school. Uh, maybe you can't afford it as as much as like a traditional student would be able to afford it yeah you're gonna have to help these people out they're sure there's scholarships and but sometimes you know scholarships are enough to go around maybe some of this funding can go help for more scholarships like i think if we want to spend it and really do it like reform and do it right that's how you would do it you would take a portion of this money you know and and sink it back into the scholarship funds if you could and get more people to to be on scholarship you know what i mean so i think i think that's how you do it right i'm not saying as necessarily how this is going to happen in the wild wild west capitalism scheme that everybody likes to have it set up but kind of fun you know kind of fun you know, I, I mean let I it talk more d- let it shake out as time goes on regulation will happen and we'll get there i'm, j- I'm following know, that story on twitter i'm yeah, waiting to that's, say that's a good one that's more like the news i don't yeah left it and right it kind of kills the amateur I, like doing it for the best you know i, I see democrats and republicans thing, this is looking like a pot issue yeah. where they're kind of 50 50 maybe 60 40 where this is it's a questioning the amateurs we're going towards the idea of amateurism and whether it's kind of an antiquated concept in this day of age when 18 year olds are about ready to do everything else but manage their own 
marketing, manage their own brand. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can get a college degree on marketing, but you can't actually do it if you have something to sell. Yeah. I, th I think that makes sense. Um, in the context, though, of the athletes and um, whether or not you're going to have to take a vax. This myocarditis, uh, they're willing, like, they, they slapped the a label on it. And it specifically affects men between the ages of 12 and yeah. our age. Yeah. More so than it, women. It, it, tech, it hits both of them more than it would if you did not get the vaccine. This week, Tucker had, and Ron Johnson, they had a, um, a meeting, a conference of everyone who's had side effects from the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And there's some touching stories. And they're not, like, there has been a concentrated effort by Big Pharma to label everything as individual. So no one side effect is ever more than we consider everything COVID. Mm -hmm. But when you look at the lot of them, there's a lot of reasons you might not want to take this. If it works like people think it does, then you shouldn't need your teammates like a football player. That's why he's saying to force the athletes. It's so easy to say that when you're not an athlete. Just like it's easy, I think a lot of yeah, these people, I agree. when like the, the transgenders in sports, if you're not in the top three girls running, then who cares if they decide some boy decides to take your spot? Grow up. Yeah, That's kind of a catty way to look at it if you're someone who's not like... Like, I mean, I guess it, it, to me, I, it's, it's a very unprincipled stance. Let me uh, like, let me ask you this question about the side effects of. I'm not COVID. saying go Colby, go Colby Beasley, but mm -hmm. if you want to just continue to live your life not being scared of COVID and not putting it on other people, you should yeah. be. This is this is an athlete focus. This question, but it's just like in general because you're having these like different um, side effects pop up whether that be from the, the vaccine itself or from like the disease you on know. COVID, yeah. Um, and then I think, I guess you could play this both ways, but any, any like prediction of like a mass tort, like type of like lawsuit ever being filed on one side or the other about, I mean, I know they said the rules are the rules and you can't go down this road, but I mean, you, you could theoretically go back and change that 20 years from now and say, my, you know, I had my family member died because they did or they did not get the vaccine. There was a side effect that we can link. There's enough people. And I, I'm not saying this is going to happen tomorrow. Like I'm talking 20, 30, 40, 50, you know, yeah, it's many years down the stuff. road. I mean, because you, you could have an 80 year old that dies and then you could say, oh, like technically it should, she, you know, he or she should have lived 10 more years. But complications, we can trace it all the way back to here. Historically, it's, you know. it's tough to sue the vaccine. It's but tough to what? It's tough to sue oh, the vaccine yeah, as a vaccine cause is, because they're yeah. upfront about mm -hmm. the experimental nature. No, they are. And that's what it, like then that's why it was always like, OK, you know, like this is why it's ex under emergency so, status. So, you don't get mass tort. Like, exposed, I, well, I, think, I think that's kind of like, kind of what it is, is, is a Medicare for. I think we kind of are doing a Medicare for all for tort for pharma. OK, that's fine. So, so pharma gives everyone their their um, treatment for free. But they can't be sued right. when their treatment like, causes more illness. So is that the trade-off? Like, is that, it, it you know... Feel, it, like, feel, it feels like that to me. Yeah. But, right. like, no, the, the mass tort bar is basically just, like, the FDA is just throwing everything out of the table. Nope. They're throwing the book at the lawyer saying, no more money going to you guys for suing us Specifically now. only tort for pharma. Suing your employer for not getting everyone yeah. vaxxed properly yeah. no, or not no, masking, no. that could no. become a thing. Okay. That, that, okay. that could okay. be... Okay. No, that, and that's a good way to... That's what we fail Republicans. Uh, I wish we had negotiated mm -hmm. and made tort for all, not just tort for big pharma. Yeah. But right now we're doing tort for big pharma in exchange for well, pharma pays because for there's only healthcare. a handful of, you know, things coming down. Now you could take this a step f further because some um, some of the big pharma companies are trying to get their vaccine FDA approved. So once it becomes approved for real and not just under this emergency status, then does it open it up to mass tort bar examination? Uh, that, or does that, it, that, that, theoretically, that still, then, then uh, it opens up to more mandation. Not, not, you still can't sue it. 
You still can't sue. If it's FDA approved, why couldn't you? If you can develop a long term effect from it after after the fact, uh, uh, you know, afterwards down the road, you know. Yeah, I I, I would hope that's the case, but I guess I'm so distrustful now of the way they talk about the the FDA approval is like it's nothing. They're like, we could just do it now, but we don't because some standard that we have to give time to see if this thing has like effects in the long term. Well, it's so stupid. That's exactly what I'm trying. That's the exact so heavy sarcasm there. If that was not yeah, I know, portrayed. But, <laughs> but that's that's the exact point I'm trying to make here is like, oh, why? Oh, oh, yeah, it would be so easy to get FDA approved. But and this is a huge but now mass tort becomes a thing. So why? Why it would? Why would we do that? Why would we open us up to this, you know, undue, you know, exposure now and in 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 the near future and in the long term future? You open yourself up to a lot of litigation, you know. So I, I think the myocarditis the myocarditis warning drop is enough to push away that it's yeah. a, a guarantee they're going to need two years of testing. Okay. I think this is enough to go. If you want to rush this now, there is mm-hmm. one thing that we can tangibly tie within weeks. Yeah. To the shot. Yeah. So if you get that and you die from it, mm-hmm. it's from the shot. It's not from not anything from, else. Not from anything and that else. that's a tangible thing that we have now. From doing this for a year of clinical trials, yeah. we've been testing right. this. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like we're coming, we're going to be at two years well, here soon. That's where. But now you got to go back and you got to look how it was done. You got to say how good was this done? How, like how much under a microscope can you put the testing and get away with it? Right? So, so on on one battlefield, this is the last battles of COVID. We have the teachers' union versus the kids, and that's whether or not you can go to school and not wear a mask if you have not been vaccinated. The head of the ATF, arch enemy Randy Weingarten, says just the most outlandish, nonsensical things right now is demanding vaccination to in order to return to in-school learning. Parents looking at this, Meyer, this is terrible timing, for kind of like this New York um, bad time to have 135 practice ballots get caught up in the main. Yeah. Really, really bad time to get a bad test myocarditis report. Really bad. Really bad time. Really bad time. So it's like, and you got about two months to do this convincing yeah. before school picks up. Well, and that's why I asked about mass tort, because it's like you could even see it in like a smaller, like you were saying with businesses. Okay, what about school districts? What about, yes, what about statewide, state countywide? If you're yeah. an alcohol clerk, yeah, my, what's the deal with that? Yeah. You're a state employee and in Pennsylvania, state you're a state employee, get it? yeah, and then, and then they would have to get it, and then... You know, you have separate unions probably representing different like factions within, you know, state and local cover- government uh, jobs. You know what I mean? So then it really gets into the weeds. That's what it's just I, and like we'll see what the lawyers do. Like we'll see what mass. I, I think it's interesting. Like maybe it's just because I'm reading more John Grisham novels than usual. And I just read a book about a whole mass tort thing. And so it's fresh on my mind. But it's like you could you can really take it a lot of different ways. It only takes one judge in one district to see it when you have a when you have a nationwide thing like this like this is not a localized thing just like the law western pennsylvania state state by state county by county all it takes is some district you know federal judge in some corner of the country to say i want to make this a case and you know there you go now now it's going to become law it's going to be on the books you know so 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 on, on one battlefield you have the strongest block of the democratic party the atf versus desperate parents and uh, the also scared parents, desperate and scared parents that have had a lot of the control that they thought they had taken away from them by this union. So where they draw the line, if they're going to get their kids shot, mm-hmm. the, and these are people that don't need it. Kids, we have proven that they just don't get sick from COVID. It's a fact. Yeah. It's a fact that you are not that you are higher risk chance from the shot than you are anything significant from COVID. Athletes, I believe it is. I don't know if we can prove it. I think if you're healthy, if you're not obese and you're under 40, you're fine. Yeah. Like, and if you're athletic and you're playing, unless you're an offensive lineman, yeah, I think you're pretty good to go. Yeah. Without a vaccine. That said, well, athletes, a lot of that. athletes stand the most to lose, mm-hmm. just like the kids 
They have had a lot of uncertainty as to they had nice jobs that they had a million dollars to count yeah. on every it, year to do what they love. And you still got to go down the road of whether or not that person, individual, is affected by it because they're healthy or whatever. But how much you still have the spreading, and, and you still and have each the, player can you afford to take a year off? Together. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a lot of different if, factors. If, 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 if I'm a know, player in my so. 30s and I've already, I can I maybe want to play five more. But how much? How much money have you actually made? You know, it, so. it, I, I can see where, and that's where you need union protection, and the NFL does not have that. Unlike the NBA, which has LeBron, the NFL does not have any, any union. The W, well, we since, talked about this similar before. to the WNBA, they were just ran by Democrats. The the WNBA union is Perkin Coey, and I believe the NFL is too. They just have a strong advocate on their side. But I, I think the <laughs> yeah. weird thing that makes the NFL different is it's not management versus union in that classic, you no. know, like situation. Now this is like players have players, no players versus players union. You know, like players the, the versus union, the union is union reps. To, yeah, exactly. And like reps don't the union was them. the one that no. was supposed to be the ad, you know, advocating really, for them. We, but we, we are hard but, now, on, but now they can't seem to come to a consensus. We, you know, we are so. hard on political LeBron a lot. Yeah. Um, this is actually an example where he's done a good job of at least making the players. And now you could say you have he's a clear you have a clear-cut leader could, in the you NBA. You could say so you of know. the China, but at least the players are in charge of their union. Yeah. You should not have right. management and owners picking your representatives. You mm-hmm. turn into Britney Spears with the conservative ship. Awesome transition <laughs> to this topic. We covered this a while ago. Big motion today. The main hedge fund managing her account is filing with a judge to be released of it. Making Britney, Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Making her dad <laughs> the sole concern. She's been under lockdown. It's like would you put an old person when they can no longer take care of themselves so they can no longer act legally yeah. on their own behalf? Mm-hmm. This is what you would do to them. Mm-hmm. You don't normally do this to a 25-year-old mm-hmm. because you think they're mentally insane. Right. Now, a pop star who was, you could say that her dad was the one that exposed her to this. You know, all this debate as the, there's a whole libertarian side of this on whether or not she's applied to get out. This story has hit like a major headwind on both channels where you have Tucker and Anderson fighting the free Brady. Yeah. So it's like, just like, it's really let a 40 year old manager money. If she wants to go blow it all, then she has a right to go blow it all. Like she does not seem insane enough that her dad would not let her use her money. Unless do you, do you think there's, she should be under a conservative, a, cons- a conservatorship? No, a concert. I, I don't, you okay. know, I mean, she's an adult, you well, know, well, I mean, she, well, she's not free while Bill Cosby, you know, go Bill Cosby just yeah. walked saw, on a loophole. I saw this on a loophole. The, well, what was the loophole? I read like oof. the top of the story. I didn't, I didn't read the, the second half oof, of the story oof, oof, in Paul, the paper today. Paul Gaston, 2005, they have a pretty credible sexual assault charge against Cosby within the statute of limitations. Okay. The prosecution within the statute of limitations. What is that now? Because didn't that change? That changes state. That's not state to state. We're in California. This is where we're in California. We're in California. This is 2005. We are. Bill Cosby would come here. This is when. Okay. So 2000 changed. This is a very, very technical call. This is very technical Mm. legalese here, but it's Mm -hmm. actually pretty simple to explain. Yeah. 2005 prosecutor against Bill Cosby. Instead of trying to bring criminal charges, which he didn't think he'd be able to prove, Mm -hmm. he got civil civil lawsuit. Okay. That means you get deposed. That also means that the, your records never see the light of day. Mm-hmm. That's the condition. Sealed file. Sealed file. The idea of the Fifth Amendment is, is that you can plead the Fifth to incriminate yourself. Cosby goes, if you want to charge me on criminal charges, I'll just sit there and go Fifth, 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 Fifth. Yeah. If you want me to speak and honestly answer it, this then I can't incriminate myself. Essentially a plea bargain here. A, an attempt to get the honest truth. Mm-hmm. For the, in, this, in this case, the main goal is let's get the victim something. The prosecutor, yeah, the prosecutor wanted to, to take what he could get. Giving the prosecutor benefit of the doubt, whether or not he could have actually brought this case in yeah. one. And he wasn't just trying to convince the yeah, he brokered a the deal. defendant. He brokered a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or the yeah, pro, like either way, in his deposition, he admits to giving 
the woman Quaaludes mm-hmm. and drugging her. Mm-hmm. Like actually, I mean, terrible. Like you can listen to the tape can, of it. I was gonna say, is there a deposition on this that in, you can actually see? In 2017, or? the deposition is released as evidence for five more accusers in Pennsylvania to give witness testimony in a criminal charge. The judge allowed that deposition to be used as evidence. Okay. So, so 12 years later, the judge is implementing this step is citing this deposition as a reason to hear these five women's testimony that did because of statute of limitations like issues they didn't have the necessary material evidence to prove it they have their circumstantial they have being in the same place they have being in the same time that is quite a but they don't have actually the evidence of yeah. the quaaludes in their system yeah, per se yeah. they didn't have that on. so fruit of the poisonous loom mm-hmm, the judge mm-hmm. comes in he gets three to ten big show travel big vindication big party for every every i mean if everyone's happy all of a sudden, out of the blue, I, this was not on the radar. Hire, this is why, this you, is hire, not on the this radar. Is why you hire good lawyers here, you know. This is where you get like, all of a sudden, my phone explodes with six updates. Like, Cosby, Free, Cosby, Free, Cosby, yeah. Free. What in the hell? No, this was, no one saw this coming. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, kind of surprising because it's one of those ones where when you look at the case, there's an eye what on was it. the judge thinking? Yeah. <laughs> like, when, when, like you, there were other ways to try and get this. That's This is a very clear, the whole. Point I mean, he was in a, a jury a, a trial. Deposition. He was in a jury trial the first time around, right? No, that was the thing, not to bring the criminal charge and bring the civil. It takes yeah, but you it could out still of the have jury. A, you could still have a jury trial in a civil case. I thought he had a jury. In 2005? When did he go to jail? 2017, yeah. He did have a jury. He had a jury in 2017. Yeah, he got criminal charges. That's what they're saying. They they use this. Trying to draw the line here for our listeners because you're jumping back and forth. They they use the the civil deposition to file a criminal charge. The criminal charge, and then that was the loophole that he used to get out of jail four years later. Civil charges really rarely send you to jail. That's the reason why you take it. It's a payout. Only rich. And that's where he's not guilty. He's a rich person. It's not that the system is broke. He is rich enough to to take Hire the best lawyers and then do what he wants needs and, to do. And hopefully, yeah. I don't think there was. This is not one of these cases where there's a lot more people out there like skating on this loophole, mm-hmm. where we need to necessarily fix the law as much as fix the specific pe- peculiarity like, like of little like what tweak if the you buyout. Will. Yes. At right. what point can you buy your freedom in mm-hmm. this country? Can you do terrible mm-hmm. things and just give ten million, twenty million dollars? What is an acceptable amount to mm-hmm. rape somebody mm-hmm. and like be able to go and live your life and apologize? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say money is power. I mean, I don't think he wouldn't be the first example. Let's put it no, that way. No, th- and he definitely won't be the last. This so. is just so flagrantly in everyone's face. This yeah. is something that just makes people rehash and old. Like you're talking ripping old scars for no apparent reason whatsoever. Besides justice, while we can't get justice in any other institution on any other grounds, including Free Britney. So just I thought that was an interesting, like th- those are the same like 48 hours worth of news. Yeah. So it was like an odd watching one. It's like, really, this is how our legal system is working right now? Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, you have the DOJ is starting a criminal investigation into the Trump Organization CFO, Mueller yeah. 2.0, the Jan 6 Commission. Was just appointed. It's fake commission, made oh, by Nancy. But it was appointed. Oh yeah, they okay, they put up one Republican. Um, Liz, Hillary Clinton, in, Hillary Clinton in a red pantsuit. Liz, Liz Cheney. Cheney. Yep, Liz Cheney is now on the. She she needed to stay in the headlines. Yeah, uh, come on. Uh, right now, McCarthy's deciding whether to strip her of her um, other committees. I say most certainly. The logic is is you can only be on so many, right? The speaker of each party gives orders onto which committee. The members of his own caucus mm-hmm. are going to. Mm-hmm. If Liz Cheney is going to go get her orders from Nancy Pelosi, 
then, then she's not a Republican. Yeah. She's going to the Democrat to find out what committee she's on. Yeah. She can get her committees from Nancy. She can take some from her own members. Why are we wasting spots on ours with a saboteur? Mm-hmm. With somebody who is strictly out here trying to make a name for herself. Off what? I mean, I, I don't think this is going to work. I don't think she has any actual fans. But but, but each, She might in Arizona. Maybe. We'll see if she wants to run for Senate because she's going to get hit, kicked out of the House. Yeah. I don't think yeah. she's... I don't, she's Wisconsin, I think. Liz Cheney? Yeah. No, she was... I thought she was Arizona, like her dad. Double check on that one. On where Liz Cheney's from. I'm pretty sure she's Midwest. What'd you say? Wisconsin? Yeah. I could where's, be... Where's Craig, where's Craig when you need him? A- Adam Kinzinger is a... Uh, Illinois. Uh, Wyoming. At large. Wyoming. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. Sorry Why is she living in Wyoming? I, what's wrong? You got a beef with Wyoming? Well, it wasn't Dick Cheney from Arizona? You're McCain. Uh, You're thinking the McCain family. And they're running. There's, there, let's, let's do some Arizona primaries. Yeah. Um, you have the Democratic Speaker of the Senate running for governor against uh, a lame duck. Mm-hmm. Ducey can't run again. Who's, who's a two-term. Dick Cheney was the vice president. That's right. Yep. Dick Cheney. Born in Nebraska. Okay. Thought I got that cleared up for our listeners. I'm sure they were really, really wondering about that. Oh, um, uh, definitely. This is rapid-fire segment just for everyone. I was going to say, 10 minutes left, in- so let's go rapid-fire here. Um, R.I.P. to two American, what call them American greats. I'm not, I was never a Donald Rumsfeld fan. Uh, the big uh, debate yeah. I was having with someone was, was he the one that Cheney shot? Remember Dick Cheney yeah, shot someone Dick on a turkey Cheney hunt? Was, it was a high-level person. Was it? I don't think I thought it, it was like some like random person. I don't think it was like a low-ranking person. I think it was his middle. I, for some reason, I think Donald Rumsfeld. Um, wasn't that around here? Like, wasn't that in Pennsylvania uh, that that tur- happened? Turkey hunt, like, yeah. he, he like flew into Lake Trobe Airport here and did it. That's like, I remember it's it being like a localized. The most so. Republican story of all time. Yeah. Just everything about Dick it. Cheney shoot by accident. <laughs> so like, very, everything Harry Whittington is who okay, he shot. Okay. Yeah. No, a nobody. Former lawyer whom Dick Cheney infamously shot by accident during a hunting expedition. Oh, it was in Texas on a Texas ranch in 2006. Okay. I knew he came in here to hunt a couple of times. Like, he would come to Western PA, but... Um, what's odd? As of 2016, Dick Cheney has yet to apologize to the man he shot in the face, according to The Hill. (laughs) (laughs) He shouldn't have been staring. He should have camo on or something. Um, (laughs) that's funny. There's like stories about this from 2016. There must have been some, another like brush up about it. But anyways, rapid fire is home. Fox was glowing. The, the only thing odd to me about it was CNN spent some, I'd say very good coverage. Mm-hmm. Where otherwise, this guy was someone tw- ten years ago was enemy of the state Who's for a Democrat. Who, 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 Donald Rumsfeld. Oh, Donald Rumsfeld. Like he was someone yeah. that ten years ago that they this he was the reason for we're in the Middle East. This was one yeah. of the, one of the more despised people. He was a George that W. Regard. guy, right? I mean, that he was... he goes the whole way back up to Nixon. Okay, Rumsfeld goes the whole way. Back. Like he is. This is talking long time RNC, mm-hmm. big, big time, big time, big shot. Yeah, not a big shot in the DNC. Big shot in the outsider Democratic politics. Michael Gravel. 91 died. He's the senator from Alaska. Okay. He ran for president in 2008, 2020. I don't remember him. Big Vietnam protester. Okay. A senator in the 80s. Was he always from Alaska oh, or did oh, he move there? Always Alaska, always anti-war, old army guy, always an outsider, always okay. ran as he, when the Democratic, when he fall out of the Democratic Party, he moved over to Libertarian and try and like that kind of candidate. Mm. So it's like he never really gained steam because yeah. he's like boycotted the internet too. Yeah. But 
He's one of those ones that whenever you're looking at the uh, 30, 40 Democrats that run every year, his name is always up there. It's sounds, like, sounds like a good Gary this Johnson guy's 90, guy. This guy, he's more Ron Paul. Okay. He's more Ron Paulish. Like, okay. just he's going to be fighting, mm-hmm. fighting the good cause one, until one he dies. Yeah. And RIP. And he died. RIP, Mike, Mike mm-hmm. Gravel. Anybody else? Is that it for the obituary section uh, uh, of Call uh, Your Own that's File? It, that's it. That's it. If, if for <laughs> political obituaries, um, we, had, we already covered Kamala's race to the border. Don't need to spend any more time on that. No, Trump had a rally. Did he? Another one? Pretty standard. It's like his second or third one now? Well, he, it's, he's in Ohio, and I guess the noteworthy part of this, Fox didn't cover it. Mm. They're playing like, I don't know why. Surprising for me that for them not to cover Fox it. Fox didn't cover the first one, right? Mm. Yeah, no, they, they, they have not covered one mm. of these things yet. Um, this I was, still think Fox is trying to move on from the, primary, the base that he, Trump created primary, for them. He's primarying you know? a Republican, a seating Republican in Congress. And he has he did it into Ohio, and he's like parading co-workers of this Republican. Like Jim Jordan is a House member. Okay. So Trump's trying to pri- primary one of his like neighbors, <laughs> and he has to come up on stage. And he's just like, I want nothing to do with this. I'm, I had to show up here. And it's like Trump said that. No, oh. Trump brings Jordan up. Jordan's like, they don't want to hear from me. They want to hear to you, and just marches right back off the stage. It was that's I, pretty shameless. It was very typical. I think the big news out of Ohio was your boy. You put him on the radar. Johnny like, K. Back in 2016, Jade. No, 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 not J- JD Vance. Oh, JD Vance. Giving you a new guy, a new uh, guy that's a, you, you're a fan of. Also him. from Ohio. Yeah, he's running yeah, as a Republican. Good book. book yeah. Anti-establishment, mm-hmm. but more moderate. Was he Cincinnati? I think. I don't know. Man, he's he's running for the full Senate. He's yeah. running for the big. He race. was originally from Kentucky. That was the whole thing. And like a lot, I always thought it was funny. Like people from Kentucky moved to Ohio because that was seen like a step in the right direction. You know, kind of like. West Virginians moving to Pennsylvania being like, oh, there's a little bit more civilization up here, you know, and that's how I think he made it into Ohio. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, no, no. generalizing out there for la- large populations of Kentucky. Do you want to give the backstory of what Hillbilly Eulogy was? That was his big book. I, I guess. I mean, he was kind of, you know, just your, your I don't want to say typical screw up, but just somebody that didn't have his life together, you know, didn't know what he wanted to do. Went to the military for a while. What they call Appalachia? Um, Who's raising yeah, Appalachia? Yeah, Appalachia. Yeah, just a very poor area. I West mean, Virginia? just uh, Kentucky, Kentucky. Kentucky, yeah. Kentucky. Just a very, you know, poor, impoverished, had family issues, had this kind of issue. Uh, went to the Marines, I think. It was that branch of the military. Uh, then got into Yale. Yes, exactly. And that was like, hey, I'm a Marine. I'm from, you know, basically Podunk America. I went into Yale. You don't let enough of us in. He gets in. Um, and that was a that was a big thing. He writes this book, and the book basically just goes viral, for lack of a better term. And, uh, you know, he does a good job personifying, I guess, like the American dream. Yeah. You know, it's like go to the military. They'll pay for your education. If you work hard and you lace up your bootstraps, you can go from middle of Kentucky to doing great things, being a Yale graduate, basically. Interesting so, look, take on the opioid um, addiction, too. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he talks a lot, a lot at, in the book. He talks a lot you know. towards like pop social and, issues and that he both puts, parties. And I think the most important thing he does is he really does. You know, we always say this with policy is that it needs to have like a face. It needs to have like a name to it. It needs to have some like real tangible thing behind it um and that's what he did with the opioid opioid pandemic is he really put a face and a name to it um and that and that's why the book got so popular and it's been used to like try to get policy through so i'm glad that he, i mean this is natural for him like I, th- this news didn't surprise me at all that he was going to go and do this and i forget what he was doing he was working for somebody i, I thought it was somebody political I, this is where i like i read this book several years ago Go. so it's not all fresh in my mind but he, um he did a good job of keying up this race so far like, yeah. I, 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 he was part- always he was always political though i guess is the point i'm trying to make like he would work for like different senators like this is what kind of got him interested in like i guess intellectualism in the first place and like wanted to go to school and further his uh further his career very so. good off the cuff yeah he's very good at going back the, and forth without yeah. needing any kind of the prompter. book really wasn't that well written though which i was actually surprised i was like you went to yell and this is like what you produced you know but i, I think what you're saying like even donald trump it's like 
the you know you want to write in that third fourth grade so level direct, you know direct. yeah you want your audience to be able to Even, understood uh, by both people in Appalachia and yeah. people at Yale, which I've, is tough to thread that needle yeah it is I was I'm, I mentioned John Grisham earlier because I'm reading a lot of his books right now and I was like intimidated by them for a while because he wrote in this like lawyerly you know like angle and you're like oh am i gonna be able to understand this he's gonna use some big words this guy must be like super smart because he's a lawyer it's written at a sixth grade level i mean like anybody could get through it you read these books so fast you know because it's and that's and that's the benefit of them you know so um anybody who's like intimidated by it it's like they shouldn't be you know so um uh ufos i have on the list i'm trying to think if there's any i keep playing there's no new news there's news is that they, they have released a bunch of the footage and as people want to look at it but as far as who's running these things they just keep saying they the, don't know the big news breaking that the aliens exist i think is still a while a, while, a ways off you know well, so. it's, this is how we're bringing this in full circle the, the aliens were another trigger for q yeah this yeah. was trump, More trump was saved by the aliens yeah. Yeah. and another big conspiracy is that cnn is working for the fbi lo and behold condo time mm-hmm. this condo goes down mm-hmm. all of a sudden wolf blitzer Chris Cuomo and Dr. Gupta are all live on scene field correspondents. Dr. Gupta is? Dr. Gupta. Dr. Gupta, I believe, lives down there. Cuomo's from New York. By the way, update Cheney. Have not been told I will lose committee assignments. Oh, no, yeah. There you they're go. making. Sorry, it, it, I didn't mean it, to Yeah, go no, off it's, track it's, here, it, it, that's been like CNN's waiting. They want McCarthy to do this. this I live. say do it. I say do it. Friday, July 2nd, 10 17 a.m. We're, we're seeing CNN's if he's all do over it. it. Yeah. But what are those three doing down there? Mm-hmm. I, and then with the and with the Israeli um, military forces, mm-hmm. that's like for really contra- like the Q focus on all these people. Now I know the common sense reasoning is is you have Wolf is probably just on vacation, <laughs> and vacation for him is send me somewhere. I just happen to be down send here. Send me somewhere abroad, and I'll call the news <laughs> from an exotic location. That that is how Wolf likes to spend his but, free time. You know what? That maybe that's happening to all three. We don't really Cuomo, know. Cuomo Cuomo likes to take his shirt off in natural disasters. <laughs> so it's down in Miami, and he gets to wear his polos, so he gets to flex on camera. Yeah, that's simple Cuomo. Simple Cuomo. Gupta, they don't with the war on COVID being over. General Gupta. Before his specialty was he was trying to get vape banned because of the tampered room. We went through that whole vape thing. Now he did the mystery death in COVID. Mm -hmm. What his job is now, I guess we're going to do some... some condominium. Oh, uh, okay. Some some research, some investigative journalism I, here. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah, it's, I a, it's a tough... It's a, I don't really get Goop to being there, but <laughs> I think he's bored. Like, like I think yeah. this is a way for him to get out of the house. Yeah. He's been homeschooling a bunch of kids. I heard some like news like, oh, they're doing like these concrete tests and these stress tests, and this will be a massive lawsuit, and just people will get paid out of it, you know? But it, which is, it's it is a tragedy. People died, right? Like 10 people died, I think. Ten, right now, there's four, I think it's numbers at 14 and oh, 140 right, unaccounted for. Wow. And that's... Wow. The, 140 unaccounted That's for? the reason they have this the Israel, the mm-hmm. uh, Israeli Mosul. Basically, the reason they have the Israeli military force there is they used to these bombings. Mm-hmm. Is this is actually something more in the Middle East, mm-hmm. where you have Israeli forces are actually a lot more trained mm-hmm. to excavate yeah. humans from this. This, this building thing. fell straight down, yeah. like the Twin Towers. Yeah. So if there's pockets of people, foul play at all involved? Like anybody uh, like alleging that? It, uh, it looks like it could be neglect. I've heard stories that people they were working on the building across the street mm-hmm. and they felt the land shaking. I've seen, and that's where I'll have one more clip for you because we're going to take it with end home with infrastructure. We're wrapping it up here. I've seen them. We didn't talk about infrastructure at all. CNN introduced. To me, this was PR for infrastructure. Like, look, our buildings are crumbling. we got to do something about this. You know, I mean, they they should take that and run. But, but don't worry. Alec, they did. And that's why I wanted to get the show. We were, we've been trying to record this episode for like a week. Craig ended up getting called back to the fields. Yeah. But you, you got the birthday building up here. Yeah. This um, That's why we got to wrap it up. Bill Weir, yeah, <laughs> Bill Weir is CNN science guy. 
you can you're hearing his he does the voiceovers for nature documentaries the world is always ending he's super hyperbolic and he tries to sound like, like a surfer dude mm-hmm. like i'll let you listen to it this is it took cnn all of five days to blame it on rising sea this is that the, the the building was going underwater give us give us a quick snap get a little bill after kids and we all have young kids here you have any the babies kids. yeah what, what does this mean for our kids when they baby. become adults if we don't take dramatic steps? It means places in the world that are no longer livable. It means not being able to send your child outside, even in winter months if you live near the equator. You know, it means shorter growing season, less food. It means, you know, these are the knockoff things we don't think about. Heat is the deadliest natural occurrence. You know, waves and hurricanes and tornadoes make for splashy, but you can see why heat is deadly. But it also causes an increase in drownings as people seek water to stay cool, right? It's infrastructure. An increase in drownings because people seek water to get cool? Are you kidding me? You're putting that on the heat death count? Somebody drowns themselves in a pool? It's more likely to... Come on. Come on now. You're not going to be able to go outside your house near the equator. Yes, it was a little hot a week ago. We had a heat wave. It happens. And then it gets cold again. It's 70 degrees now. We went from 90 to 70. The climate fluctuates. We have hot days and we have cold... They're just saying it's fluctuating a lot more than usual. Wait, it's always fluctuated. We don't like there's never more, been a time of stability. Usual. How more so? Can you point the, more than usual being the key words? We're into infrastructure now. Here we go. The roads buckling, planes not being able to take off. We've lived the last 14 months with what things are like when the normal goes away, when predictability is taken from our lives. That's what our kids need to brace for, unfortunately. And the military talks openly about conflicts that these yes. kinds of effects create. It, it was only a few months ago that we had a I mean, these are priorities on the Democratic side, you the, know, but, I, and that's but a he separate said, bill. He put it in infrastructure. You want to maybe he maybe he uh, foreshadowed this because we're watching live CNN breaking coverage right now of a Boeing 737 crashes. going down off of uh, in Hawaii climate. So that's it's the weather. Do you, do you think that like are they going to go down that road? Is I, that your prediction? You I, could make a live I prediction just, right I now, just, Greg. I just, he just said planes are going to go down. That was yesterday. You recorded that. Yeah, I think I think he he called it. This is this is this today. Is, this is it. Today, a plane this goes down. This is the world undoing in front yeah. of. And if you see every event like this, because these kind of things happen. Every day. Covered on CNN. We're All over CNN. the world. Because well, what happens is, is this really big time news for the whole country? No. For Hawaii. For where the plane took off from. Anytime there's a massive plane crash. I mean, it, it's big news, Greg. So. That condo clash. I don't know. The car, I don't know if you could justify a whole weekend only covering it. If 100 people died, yeah. Well, but don't you just panic people? You do, but it's a disaster. You cover yeah, it. Yeah, but this is such a freak event. How many people now are, think, are scared of living in condos? Are thinking twice about condo living? And I'm not saying that won't be a repercussion, but I'm saying as a news producer, I'm covering it because 100 people might have died. If it bleeds, leads. You know, this is why you cover a plane crash because, you know, more than two people die. You know, I'm sure there's like some weird... Um, like, like weird, the the like uh, thing that happens. I'm that being it's optimistic. Like, I don't think over don't, X amount of people die. You okay, cover that, it to a T. That's you know, the prediction. So. Do you think more than ten dead? Probably. Okay, yeah. I'll go on. I mean, if if a plane crashes like that, you know, I mean, that's that's why, like, when that one, when uh, what was they made a movie about it? The plane uh, landed in the Hudson River, and basically everybody yeah, survived. Solid. I mean, solid. that's why that that's such you know remarkable is because you don't usually have plane crashes where everybody survives. You know, <laughs> so now. To, so we'll wrap this up here with I'm sticking with two took the words right out that's now. a pretty specific number mm-hmm. whether or not this specific plane crash we're gonna go out that would be if they do I'll, I'll 
would talk about that if they actually call that yeah. climate change. Listen for that in future shows. But, but you heard where Harry started, or not Harry, where Bill Weir, I'm not even a doctor, I don't, a climatologist, I don't know what he does. I like the extra syllable, yeah. Yeah, I because he makes it sound extra important. He started off with some realistic climate problems that we all agree with. Proceeded to drowning, mm-hmm. then moved to abstract infrastructure mm-hmm. and things that maybe the science would develop that we'll have better stuff to lay tarmac in 10 years. Like th- that, that's not, and that's where this big hang up with the infrastructure bill is. This Joe had a meeting with the bipartisan commission and they agreed to true infrastructure. Then they went. He, he decided that, yeah, then it, then, it, then it was like, oh, we have to have this with that. Con- Everybody got confused. He had to go up there and say, no, that's not what I meant. I'm not going to veto something that doesn't have just this or that. Let's do let's do a two-step process, two-step process, which, as I'm sure Nancy you and I would agree on, it. this is what we Nancy's, sh- but Nancy says she's not doing what it. What the Democrats should be doing. They're, but they're not. It's what they should have been doing from the beginning. It's confusing because he said he pulled a Trump. He said both. And now we're both sitting thing? here. What's my favorite thing with Democrats? Overplaying their hand? I mean, you're just really trying to gobble this up. You know, get a bill Take passed. Take your nice infrastructure bill. Yeah. Let's get the roads. Let's get the jobs. Let's finish the yeah. unemployment crisis right. that we have here. Then move on to the human stuff. If you want to, you have two years to make the case for climate change. And you can, and they, and they will, blame everything from wars, climate wars. We're not we're in the Middle East because of climate change, not terrorism. We've had wars over. This is basically a war over resources. I mean, this is what a lot of people would argue why we're in the Middle East in the first place is like the oil and things like that. So this, we want this should be nothing new out of there. Know? Or maybe we blame some climate as a reason out, to come. Technically, theoretically, is what we pulled out. But, you know, really, we're just banking on natural gas, you know, to, to, to pull us through. If Craig would be here, he'd say, oh, it's cleaner and, you know, better would, all around. Would. Why wouldn't that's we why do I, that? why you love saying you this know, Craig's so. not here. Because Craig will not get, I'll get a text later today. And it's like, mm-hmm. what did you Craig secretly hates. You didn't follow this up? I, Craig I, must secretly hate this when I'm allowed more mic time, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's more 50-50. Yeah. Um, one thing, oh, the one thing I had on here that I thought you might think is cool or an interesting debate. Umpires now having to be a traffic cop. Yeah. And ticket to basically go out and make all these players strip. What do you do? Like how the umpire's turning into a real they're villain. Checking, they're checking the gloves. You saw the guy took off his pants. I never. I didn't see. Yeah, that. a pitcher took off his pants. Took off like, his pants. Pulled down his pants. Right there in the middle. Right of the in people. the middle of the field. Hmm. I'll have to look up the video it, it, on that it's, one. It's every game. I heard they actually caught somebody. They've caught. Apparently, this is like ninety percent of players use it. Yeah, but they only caught one person so far. Is what I heard. I don't know how. It, look into. Okay, yeah, this sports is more your beat. I just found this interesting because they're comparing. Um, I didn't actually umpires. see anybody take their pants down either. So let's, let's no, leave that in the alleged. The, the, there, there's a real. No, I'm positive that's there. Uh, there's a real montage. Yeah, you got to look into this. It's putting. You sure, um, it wasn't just like funny. It's putting umpires in a terrible position, and it's kind of in, it's kind of similar to the position cops are in nowadays, where if you do your job, everybody hates you, and if you don't do your job, everybody hates you. What are you going to do? I don't know how, how the umpire can fix this problem. I, I mean, it, it, they're it's trying a terrible to fix look. baseball. It's, it's, it's a terrible I think, I think it's crazy. If the, if the, this is a much larger argument. Like, if you really want to try to fix baseball, you have to completely radically change the game. You have to make the field bigger. You have to make... Kickball. You know, you... Just change it to kickball. No, I don't want... I'm not advocating for kickball. I know how much you love kickball, Greg. I've been can, a pro. You can tell your been a pro. You know, war stories a about pitcher. that later. I can throw a curveball. Yes, we know. You're a good bowler, and therefore you're a good, can, you know, kickball pitcher. I can throw a curve. You can't Greg. keep it in bounds. Three fouls, um, you're out. But in, in, as far as the traditional baseball game goes, and, and I think this is where you have to basically, oh, you know, now we're going to throw out the record books and this and that. So do it. Basically, re, like, reborn throw, baseball. I mean, make the, make the pitching is, mound, like, further away. Make, it, make the field Alec bigger. Blow up the Constitution. Add a fourth outfielder. Blow up the rules of do, baseball. Do what you have to do. Make, do make the field bigger. Make, make every, you know, you have to make big changes if you actually want to change the sport at this point. Why, not, know, why so. not promote softball and make a professional softball league? 
That to it's me, that's quick, actually it's going more quick pace, more to, runs. No, it's not though. It's less runs overall. That's the problem with softball. It's, you think there's less runs? I th- I'm almost positive there's less runs. You have like more like three, two games than you do in like the majors now because really? because of all the homers. You don't get as many home runs in softball, so you don't get as many runs. You ha- you see more small ball. It's more technical. You have a smaller field. That's a, I love softball. Don't get me wrong, but it's actually I, I, a step like the, in the well, other direction. Of basically, what I'm advocating for. Yeah, no, the, uh, yeah, in softball and in baseball, they're both for great. No, not baseball. Baseball is totally corrupt. That whole thing should be thrown out. Like the it, the we, College World Series. Yeah, they they squalified. Mississippi. Oh, because they, of the the, you, you the can't team. Do that. You like can't do that. thrown out. Because yeah. then, then you give Mississippi State a week of new pitchers. Too. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. that was so absolutely insane. That was where a local kid made. New, he was like the pitcher. Because yeah, so. it was half vaccinated, half not vaccinated. So it's like surgery. Romo pulls down pants during sticky stuff inspection. Oh man, great headline! They, they, good, they, good job, Sports it, Illustrated. It, it, they love. They love the clip. <laughs> kids are watching Sergio as the subtitle. I'm gonna get a clip. Yeah, I want a clip. Here we go. It's good stuff. You're not gonna hear it, but I'm just. Oh yeah, here it comes. Oh, pants, pants down. It wasn't even a check. He didn't even like touch him. He didn't like frisk him. It was just like, here's my, here's my, here's my junk. He, want, he, he wanted to make that statement. That was the, I want, I want to make a big issue right now. That that's gonna be the. But they did catch somebody with sticky substance on their gloves. It's, I mean, it's apparently it's, a major thing, and they're checking on it almost every game. Yeah. Whether they're actually catching people in between innings. That's why I heard at least one person got caught having it so wild last update um the comedy wars that was the last update Greg. no i forgot about this one because this is important just because you forgot about it doesn't mean that you can sneak it in at the it end does, Greg. it's not going to fit in the next <laughs> week this is just i found this out last night this was um gutfeld has surpassed both of the jimmies now only colbert is getting higher ratings than him okay. and he gets higher ratings than every cha- every program on cnn last night cat Timf took some shots at alex cooper from call your daddy mm. I don't know. I, don't I, I think it's going to be an interesting because she, uh, Alex Cooper just got a massive pay raise. She got her own show, negotiated with Spotify, probably close to Rogan type numbers. Both of them got their starts from Barstool mm. back in the day. Nice. Well, not Alex Cooper just recently, Cat Tim, way back. She's yeah. on Fox now. They were doing her own thing. She, like, she's pretty funny in her own right. So this could be an interesting, yeah. interesting thing to watch moving forward because I'm hoping that Cooper takes the Portnoy route and tries to. Democrats and Republicans listen to your product. Be above it. Don't try and get into a political fray because you're not yeah. going to make any money committing to one party or the other. At least just, I don't, the DNC is out of hats. Just straight that line. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting, that line. interesting move for Cat Temp taking some shots across the bow there. I just I, I found I found it a very interesting. The, the show is rising, and the, one of the big things conservatives have no Who's presence. Who's the host? Greg Gutfeld. I don't know him. You you probably like him. He's a libertarian. He's pr- and strong, he's on strong CNN. He's late night CNN. Fox. Oh, late Fox. Night Fox. Okay, this is Fox. Fox's first foray into late night. Oh, okay. That's what's so interesting mm-hmm. about it is, is they had no presence in Hollywood. They have no presence in schools. This is the first attempt Didn't to create- Didn't they have Fox 21st Century Studios where they made all the movies? That's not pro- That's not the same as- That was all Murdoch, Fox right? News. That was all under the same News Corp umbrella. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm positive. I'm, I'm positive. I'm not sure what movies Murdoch has put out. Murdoch put out all those 21st century ones. I mean, that was 20th, 21st century what a 20, or 20th century Fox. Like, you know, you'd see him before a movie would pop the up. The 90s? The 90s into the 2000s. That, that was all Rupert Murdoch News Corp. I think it might have split in the last couple of years where now 20th century Fox isn't like technically tied to Fox 
news, but that was all, I'm positive, under the Murdoch okay. News Corp umbrella at one point, the Hollywood Studios, the Fox News. That's what made Fox so monumental in the first place was because it was like one single guy. This was Rupert Murdoch that put this together with a couple of other players and made a deal happen, which is what he's really good at doing. Okay. You know, so. That, I, that's, I guess my, we, we are in agreement that there is no conservative people in Hollywood. Whether it's the late night shows, whether it's the artists, that's whether what I'm it's saying. Twentieth 20, Century Fox is like your your closest thing I, to it, and I can't think know? of actors or anyone from there that it was specific, specifically a Twentieth Century Fox person. They put out some conf. Um, I mean, like they put out some movies that were that pa- were uh, like Passion of the Christ, maybe Mel Gibson. Yeah, I'm maybe, trying to think yeah, of I'd struggle actors. to come up with like you know. Well, yeah, that's America th- on the on the spot. They're now part of Disney, Twentieth Century Studios, but they were and Disney's CNN and Comcast. Um, no. ESPN. ESPN. ABC. C- CNN. Not CNN. I think CNN was bought up by them just recently. Check CNN's parent company. Pretty sure they're not. Um, this 20th century just got spun off in 2020. So this like literally just happened. I know there, there, was, there was a big merger here. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. CNN might have moved recently too. Yeah. Uh, they might have. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll try to dive into this in, this in future shows. This is more shows. your area. Yeah, this is more your area. I read that autobiography of Rupert Murdoch, and I really got you know like into it, and like like really you know who like where everything kind of like laid. So because they came out with some movies, because they talked about it in the autobiography I read, that it was like it was kind of like right leaning, but they were hits, you know. So they're like trying to get different celebrities on board to work for them, but. CNN parent company. I'll try to look this up real quick before we totally wrap it up. Yes. Uh, Turner Broadcasting System. Um, Warner Media is the parent company. Warner uh, also owns Time Warner, which is a big cable distributor. Um, Yeah. See, it's different. Warner Communications is who CNN is owned by. This isn't the the same. ABC. Yeah. Disney Umbrella. No, different. There's different a Comcast. Mm-hmm. This is like AT and T. What the hell is that? Boomerang, what? TBS, True TV. What is that compilation of businesses, and why are they all mm. in the same hat? AT and T is really behind all of it. Divisions, Warner Because well, you got to figure AT and T is the internet, cable, mm-hmm. is it, and then you got CNN yeah. with the news. You have mm-hmm. like a perfect propaganda this circle. Is, this is Warner Brothers. This is you know this is like that old brand. Yeah, see, Fox. Is what this it is. does not appear to me that Fox has this type of equivalent. What do you mean? Like this type of they have control over all the in the internet, the standard communications like hard wires, and then they have the news and all the different like like. like PBR, like we're talking PBS, we're talking True TV, these odd, I don't know what else to call them, the programs, but mm. they all get to work together. They're all tied into having, you know, like cable. That's what, like ABC. I mean, this was, this is them. This is like the other side of they it. They got that too. And that's what there's two massive Democratic, mm-hmm. these things, and Fox is looking, Murdoch has his own, it's, getting, it's impressive. Fox in his own Corporation, right, yeah. I mean, owned by, it says right here. But they, um, but founder they, Rupert Murdoch, but they don't have a Hollywood wing that's not related to the news. It was 20th century. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't you know? know if that was ever considered a. And then the they, they were they thing. were just spun off last year. So I mean, like it's all it's all changing. But I, I, that. I don't know how long they were not a conservative group. Like I do not view. I, I you, I have to look at the movies, but I do not believe 21st Century Fox was a conservative propaganda with conservative actors. 
And maybe what this is what I we're going to argue about. Yes, yeah, yes. I mean, it, I'm, I'm pretty sure it, it was just another movie. It, it's the out. closest thing to it. I mean, you can make the argument that Rupert Murdoch went more left as time went on, like, and that's kind of how the, the corporation went, you know, which I think is actually true to some degree. Um, yeah. He didn't have like that. And that was what that's why I found Rupert Murdoch so interesting was like the, the way he transformed as a person. He was true and blue, true and red conservatism all the way through. Um, and it was basically because he was Australian and he was like, I want capitalism in Australia. And then he went to England and was like, this is even more screwed up. And then he was like, oh, America is really where it's at. I'm going to start Fox. And, you know, that's how he, that's Legend how he made of, his you know, money. So Fox is running laps around CNN right now. Yeah, I mean, that's what uh, it, and I think it's better this way because you had a visionary like Rupert Murdoch, like a single person, like trying to push, you know, basically a, a narrative or a thought process, which you didn't have with CNN. You know, you didn't have with some of the other. You know, now they got Ted Turner. You know, you were ran by boards and, and other How? sub companies that had boards and too many cooks in the kitchen, basically. Rupert Murdoch, what I think one of his biggest things, and I'll, I'll end on this, is um, he was like one centralized figure that was able to like feed out basically what he wanted. There wasn't, he was the cook in the kitchen. There wasn't like 19 other voices in the room trying to like get he, he had a clear vision. Influence. He had a clear vision. He had a clear vision. He went after it. And that's why Fox was so successful. That's why his newspapers were so successful. He had a point to make and he made it. This was a, this was a personal brand. This wasn't like an overall corporation wide. Let's get the PR guys in here. Let's get this in, in Who here. Who he was countering? Yeah. No, it's, it's, I admire him for that. You know, I don't exactly admire him for some of the, uh, policies that he's pushed and you know some of the way that i think that he probably bribed his way into it but he was a deal maker well, he I mean, also he, had roger ailes he, he, yeah he roger, own roger ailes exactly him, you know and, and, and you could argue that roger ailes actually took advantage of rupert, rupert murdoch to get fox to where it was. was at some point fox was not the vision of rupert murdoch and it was more roger ailes and he kind of got bulldozed by him probably one of the few people in the world that could say they kind of basically bulldozed rupert murdoch but i think that's that's essentially what happened and i think that's why you had this um spinoff that's why you had the company break up at some point because at some point rupert murdoch is like this is stupid like i got into this because of newspapers now i have to like fight these hollywood wars no i'm done roger mayo is a lot more behind the messaging and the acting of it all Mm -hmm. than he was necessarily the politics of it. exactly yeah um Good discussion. Great, yeah, we'll we'll get more on that later. I, I, I think I think we hit it all. Um, yeah, we, we know more about that when. So this is off time for the comedy show. So we're yeah. seeing things pick back up in fall, and once elections pick up, this is the time where like ideally you can go. A lot of the news stories we talked about, besides the New York mayor race, this infrastructure bill, that of them in a couple months could just be nothing. Yeah, but all right. Have a good one, everyone. Happy good Fourth talk. of July. Happy, Happy of Declaration July. of Independence.